This month, global leaders are gathered in Paris to make a plan to combat climate change. There's broad scientific consensus that climate change is real, serious, and caused by humans. But political consensus in this country has been elusive and clouded by doubt. Over the years, climate denial arguments have changed. But as Wyoming Public Radio's Stephanie Joyce reports for Inside Energy, the result has stayed the same, blocking action on climate change. As an energy reporter in Wyoming, the nation's largest coal-producing state, it's not uncommon for me to hear climate change denial. For the last 18 years, we've had global cooling instead of global warming. We have 186% of normal snowpack. Uh, That's global warming. The climate's changing, absolutely. The real debate is is, as to what's causing it. That was Wyoming State Representative Scott Clem, U.S. Senator Mike Enzi, and State Senator Larry Hicks. As you can hear, there's not just one argument against acting on climate change. In fact, over the years, dozens and dozens have emerged. It can feel like a game of whack-a-mole, with new reasons to doubt popping up whenever old ones fall out of favor. Riley Dunlap is a sociologist at Oklahoma State University who studies climate change denial. I asked him, is there a pattern to the denial? His answer? Sort of. Overall, since the early days, there's been sort of four main themes, but they have evolved as the evidence evolves. You've probably heard these arguments. The first one is the most simple. The Earth is not getting warmer. There isn't any warming going on. There hasn't been. Nothing significant is happening. There is no science that proves that carbon dioxide is anything more than inert gas. That was Weather Channel founder John Coleman and North Dakota farmer Tracy Melmer. But flat-out denial of global warming has gotten more difficult in light of the growing evidence of rising temperatures. So if that argument doesn't work, there are others. Argument number two, it may be getting warmer but it's not because of us. The hoax is that there are people who are so arrogant that they think they have the power to change climate. Now that's the hoax. But of course I believe climate is changing. It's changing all the time. That was Oklahoma Senator Jim Inhofe and Wyoming State Representative Marty Halverson. But if cutting humans out of the equation doesn't work, there's argument number three. What's so bad about a warming Earth anyway? Some warming would actually be good for a lot of things and people. There are lots of suggestions that more CO2 will be good for the world. We'll increase agricultural production. That was conservative talk radio host Rush Limbaugh and physicist William Happer. Finally, there's argument number four, one I've been hearing more often. Maybe we are causing the planet to warm, but doing anything to stop it will be devastating to our way of life. It it seems that there is a significant cost to our economy, to our jobs, and to our own country's competitiveness. It will make no difference at all, and yet we're destroying people's lives and livelihoods. If you took oil, gas, and coal off the table and you still wanted the same amount of energy produced by wind turbines, you would have to have over 700,000 wind turbines in Wyoming. It would cover the entire state and part of Colorado. Now, I don't know how the endangered species feel about that. That was U.S. Senator John Barrasso, Republican presidential candidate Carly Fiorina, and Wyoming Governor Matt Mead. That argument, argument number four, is a long way from simply denying the existence of climate change. But researcher Riley Dunlap says all these arguments have something in common. 
all of these discursive moves, so to speak, are made with one firm, never-ending goal, and that is block action to limit carbon emissions. Dunlap identifies lots of reasons why people don't want to act. Fear of government regulation, concern about the economic consequences, belief that God wouldn't allow catastrophic warming. For all of those reasons, he says denial isn't going away anytime soon. In fact, with the Paris talks underway, Dunlap says it's likely we'll be hearing a lot more doubt in coming weeks. And if the past is any indicator, that doubt could be effective at keeping us from acting. For Inside Energy, I'm Stephanie Joyce. For photos, video, data, and so much more from the Inside Energy team, you can find us at InsideEnergy.org.